Hey, hey, you guys. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on into the room. I am so excited. You have come on the broadcast and we are on episode number six of the She Heal to Live oh Jesus, podcast. Can I talk right on today? And so on today, you guys, I'm excited because I have another one of my beautiful, beautiful sisters that is going to be on the podcast. And we're going to be talking about how to um, do business and healing and how that affects your business, right? And so if you are new to the podcast, and if you have not subscribed to the podcast, what you're doing, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening to us on one of the Audible broadcasts, make sure that you um, subscribe like and leave a comment and don't forget to turn your notifications on you guys and so i'm super excited like i said as always um to come to you guys with a brand new episode and so if you're new to the she heal to live podcast let us know where you guys are tuning in from we will definitely say hello to you guys inside of the comments let's go ahead and get this party started and so like always i don't want to butcher or mess up the bio for my guests. And so let me get to read the bio so you guys can hear exactly who it is that I have on the podcast on tonight. And so Brandy Walker is a mother of two. She has two beautiful children, you guys. She has um, a little boy and a little girl. Brandy has obtained her BA in marketing and MBA in ex executive management from the Great Prairie View A&M University. During school, she, <laughs> during school, she, oh my goodness, during school, she outworked her colleagues and gained 12 plus years in operation field experience from McDonald's Corporation. One of her greatest achievements is being a decision maker for their $1 large drink campaign. Currently, she's the co-owner of Compound Queens, the co-owner of Taxability, tax and notary services and i think it's like six of those or it might be more i don't know you guys but it's a lot of tax abilities out there operation manager and business transformation development coach you guys and this is brandy walker you wear so many hats you are so accomplished right so successful have you always been successful let's talk about how was your upbringing how, how was you as a kid, Brandy Walker. <laughs> oh, hi, the ladies of Faith and Fear podcast. So um, my upbringing was really, really good, right? I didn't feel like we didn't have things. I, you know, we, my mother always provided for us. Um, we lived in a house. You know, I had friends. They lived on my street. Um, you know, I, I felt like I had a really, really good childhood, right? I didn't feel... Like we were poor, but when I look back and I think about like, oh, we didn't have the greatest shoes or the type of things that I would probably not wear today, right? Just things like that. Um, but like I said, I didn't feel we didn't, I didn't feel like I didn't have the things that I needed. So I would say that my upbringing was really, really good. Um, I had a lot of support, you know, from my mom and my stepdad and a lot of family. Um, so it was it was really, really good. Okay, good. So with that upbringing, did you um, have anybody that was an entrepreneur that really where you like saw them? You like, I want to do what they do when I grow up. Right. What inspired you to be an entrepreneur and to actually go into having your own business? 
So I would say the first person that I could recognize in my life that was an entrepreneur is my stepdad. Um, he works on cars and growing up, I mean, he never went to work. At least it felt like that, right? <laughs> he was obviously making money for our household, but um, you know, just the the ability to have freedom. I mean, he would drop us off at school, pick us up from school, you know, all of that type of stuff. And, you know, prior to that, it was, you know, walk home, catch the bus, babysitter, things like that, which I used to hate going to babysitter when I was little. Um, but so that, I would say that that was the first person that I recognized that I realized was an entrepreneur. Um, and then I would say my first encounter of entrepreneurship for myself probably came when I was in like the seventh grade. I went to a uh, charter school and they allowed us to do fundraisers, right? And then when I did the fundraiser, you know, we're selling candy and different things. Like, I love the idea of getting money. Right. You know, it wasn't my money. We were raising money to go to Washington, D.C. to the White House. But, you know, it wasn't my money. I really, really loved that. And then ultimately, not sure how, um, but I started selling candy bars. And then it went from now my stepdad every day bringing uh, literally a white fold out table with chips, chili cheese, nachos. And I remember him just having to take me to Sam's every week to get candy bars and Skittles and you know, just charging a dollar for these Capri Suns, just stuff, candy. And I probably did that like seventh, eighth, ninth grade, but I just, I just enjoy getting money. And so ever since then, I had always done something. Like when I got to high school, I started doing hair. Yeah, I remember Hurricane Katrina came, all the New Orleans people came to Dallas. They needed their dreadlocks done. That's how I learned how to do dreads. And then, you know, they were, everybody was rock, rocking braids back then. So then, you know, I started doing braids. I started doing hair. When I got to college, I did hair. Same thing. Um, and so I would say that I've had an entrepreneurial spirit spirit for a really long time. I would say at least since the seventh grade. I can agree with you, seventh grade. Um, mine was eighth grade, right? Same thing, fundraiser for school. That's how I started off. And then with my, me and my best friend from uh, middle school, we would go to Walmart, Sam's Club, whatever, to re-up. And selling our book sack, right? Or backpack, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> it was the idea of just exchanging something for money, right? But I just always knew myself that entrepreneurship was deep down in my soul, in my spirit, and I should definitely, definitely do it. And so um, how has it been for you as an entrepreneur full-time, right? but also as a single mother, because baby, it is a lot. You know, I have a husband at home that helps with the children, but when he's not here, right, it's a lot. So how do you do that, especially as a full-time entrepreneur? Because that is stressful. That's You're trying right. in itself sometimes. You're right. You're right. So I would say it's definitely an ongoing struggle. I don't think that I have mastered that 100 percent, but I'd say I'm about 75 percent. Uh, well, first, you know, I've been a full time entrepreneur since what, 2019. So it's been a few years. And, you know, at first it was really, really tough because I felt like, you know, I got these degrees. Um, I could go get a job and make great money with the degrees that I have, but it's the idea who's going to drop my kids off, 
who going to pick them up? At this point, I'm working to pay $1,000 in daycare a month, $1,200, right? I had two little kids. Um, and so it was just like, I hate the idea of just thinking that I'm working to pay $1,200 a month to go to daycare. And that has always been an issue for me. I <laughs> just be honest, even when I was working and they were going to daycare because they've done it before. But when I was single, it was different when you have help paying for daycare. Mm-hmm. Now you got twelve hundred dollars in daycare. You got the sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars in the rent. You still got the lights, the gas, the water, the internet. The you can still go. So I, in my mind, I'm just like I'm not gonna go to work to pay for daycare. So I have to figure it out. Um, and I don't have, didn't have a lot of options, right? I live in Houston, Texas. My family lives in Dallas. My mom is in Dallas, right? She's my right hand man all the way three and a half hours away, but it's it's different. So it's not like my mom can help me with the kids or pick them up from school and different things like that. So it was, it, it was very challenging. Now, like I said, that was in 2019, 2021. We're in 2023. Um, so in 2023, I mean, now, like we just purchased a new home this year very comfortable in our neighborhood, you know. Um, Now my kids are able to walk home, ride the bus, do different things. They're a little bit older too. They got cell phones, right? So the time has made it a lot easier, um, but it definitely has been a struggle because, good Lord, you know, (laughs) you just, it's just, you know, and then too, you know, my kids, they see the difference between me and other parents. Um, because they're like, mom, can you bring me lunch today at school? Or they're calling me like, mom, I love my lunch at home. I love my backpack at home. I, and it's like, listen, I still got to work. I, I mean, because I don't work in your eyes, I still work. <laughs> I Girl, can't talk about it. I'm going to bring you lunch because I'm down the street from the school, you know? Um, but they definitely see the difference. And so they do, it's, it's a blessing. Um, you know, because they do get the privilege. Sometimes I surprise them for lunch, probably more than I should, right? With Chick-fil-A or whatever else it is that I bring. Um, but they enjoy it, right? And I just want my kids to be able to remember that, you know, even though I work a lot, that I wasn't too busy for them because I still do make time to do a lot of things with them. Um, even, you know, with them being in school and without, you know, when they're out. So I haven't mastered it yet, but I don't think I ever will, but it's been a work in progress. (laughs) Yeah, no, but you do you do a really good job, right? Um, I definitely always tell you you're doing a great job as a mother, as a single mom with little bitty kids, and you do it, you make it look like it's just effortless, right? And so, um, and it's good too that you actually take the time to go to their schools. It just really make a big impact in a kid's life when they see their parent walk in the, in the cafeteria and like, Oh, mommy's here. Right. It's just like they face just light up. And so they remember those things. They don't remember all the stuff that you buy them, but what they do remember is the time that you actually took time to spend with them. Right. To make them feel special, to make them feel like, Hey, I'm important. Right. Mommy took some time out of her day to actually come spend some time with me. And that makes a big impact on your children's lives. And so I want to definitely applaud you for taking the time to do that because I know it can be hard sometimes. Um, And with that being said, being that you are an active mother in your children's life, you are a busy entrepreneur. When do you have time for Brandy? 
when do you have time to actually take some time and pour into into yourself? How does that look like with your self-care? So I'll say probably late last year, late 2022 is when I really probably started taking care of self. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like you guys heard me say, you know, it's been a struggle. I've been since, even though it's a blessing to be able to work from home and do your own thing, wake up, move to the beat of your own drum. That's all cool, but you still got to get out and find money to pay the bills. It ain't just always coming to you. You have to sometimes go and find it. And so when you're always chasing a dollar or when you always feel like that, you don't have things set up and in place, so then you it, then you're you're always working, and you never have time to think about yourself. Um, and so, what I say, it really took my home buying process because let me tell you, I worked a lot, and you know, with me being in the tax season, and then me starting to get some of my ten ninety nines, and then thinking about all the money I made, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't even remember half of this where this money went, right? Um, and that just made me realize that, you know, when you start making money and when you do great things, then you're attracted to it. It's going to come to you regardless. So it's no sense in chasing it. And it's going to be there. Right. It's going to be here today. It's going to be here when I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And as long as I'm able to, it, it took me a long time. It's taken me this entire time that I've been a full time entrepreneur to really realize that as long as. Uh, I'm doing the right thing. I'm following my purpose. I'm being good to others. You know, I'm doing my part in the universe. And, you know, I work hard, too. Let's not forget about that. That money is going to come to me, so there's no sense in chasing it. And with that, I have to take time for myself because if I'm no good, then I won't have the mental capacity or the physical ability to be there for other people with me being a business transformation coach. Because with that, you know, that comes a lot in itself. You have to um, the only reason why somebody would need transformation is because at some point their ball has dropped in their business, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of times it does come from stress. It does come from being overworked. It does come from, you know, just being depressed or whatever it is, a death in the family, a loss of a loved one, a loss of your job, something traumatic. Um, people don't just usually quit on their business for no reason, especially if it's making them money. Um, but it really takes a lot of self-care and you have to be willing to sacrifice um, spending time with kids and doing for your kids and doing for other people. And sometimes saying no, because I used to have a hard time saying no, but telling people no is also, I think was like my biggest thing. Like, yo B, can you do this? I'm like, no, nah, not today. Maybe I'll do it next week. Right. And you know, for those people, it's either they're going to respect it and say, yo, she doing this for me. It's a favor. She going to do it next week. Okay, cool. I'm cool with that. Or they not. And if they don't, then I was willing to do it. It's not today. Right? And so I think, too, that's how you teach people how to, you know, um, respect your boundaries. And when people are respecting your boundaries, then it also doesn't make you feel as guilty for saying no, because people then know, like, no, B got it going on, B doing this, she doing this, she may or may not have time. I'm asking if she say, yeah, cool. She say, no, I understand because she busy. So it's like teaching people, right? And it, it's not a process that's going to happen overnight. And that's why I say it took me up until the end of last year to really figure that thing out. 
And um, I'm becoming a pro at it because now, baby, no, with a straight face, <laughs> with a straight face, right? Um, because I mean, if I if I'm not men mentally right, then I can't be there for my business, my kids, or anything else I have going on in life. So yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely and so you are the third person on the podcast to say the same thing no <laughs> is a complete sentence for one thing and it's okay to say no um because a lot of times with us as women it's it used to be for me it used to be a struggle to say no mm -hmm. but when you understand the importance of saying no and how that affects your mental capacity right and it affects you and everything that you have going on to look out for you Right. Just like you look out for those other people, it's important. And so, um, as you said, when you don't have self care, right, and um, you're burnt out, um, how does that really, really affect your business? And talk about what you're going to help the women with when they come to the conference in regards to that, how healing is important um, in your business and how it affects your business. So I'll start by saying that when you're not mentally, everything starts with the mental, right? The things that you think or the things that you say, right, are your reality, believe it or not. And so a lot of people, one, we always preach about that, right? Watch your language. Watch the things you say. Cheryl and I still correct each other today about watching the things that we say because sometimes you get stressed you know you may not be down now but you like looks i'm overwhelmed i'm tired i'm tired i'm tired you keep on saying you tired mentally your brain is believing that you're tired and you probably ain't really tired you probably just mentally drained or you just today was just a rough day or whatever it is but whatever you continue to speak is it definitely becomes your reality and a lot of people don't understand the power of the tongue that's one, right? But with watching the things that you say um, and what your brain begins to believe is, you know, when you have negativity or you're constantly speaking negativity, you can't think anything positive. You can't move forward. You can't be creative. You can't have a better work ethic because you're so focused on the negative, right? You can't have better relationships when you're working, whether you're working a job or whether you're working in your business. Everything you do on a daily basis on a daily basis to support your family is based on relationships, whether it's with your coworkers, with your boss, whether it's with your customers, right? And like what type of business owner would you be if you came in every day grumpy? And you got customers coming in there spending hundreds of dollars and they walk in the door and you don't say good morning or welcome to, you know, or how you doing or showing some type of enthusiasm. That doesn't make me want to buy anything from you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when you're depressed or when you, you know, when you are in those negative states of mind, you can't give your business. It's all you can't even think about new perspectives or new ideas for your business. And it definitely decreases your efficiency when you are mentally clouded with, you know, things that are not relevant or negative things or just because you keep saying I'm tired and you really ain't that tired. You just keep saying it. Because, you know, it just, you got to be willing and able to put yourself around people that care about you, number one, when you get in those spaces, because we, we're all guilty, okay? Now, I ain't sitting up here saying I'm this perfect person and then my tongue ain't bad sometimes, right? Because it is. But you got to put yourself around people that you talk to on a daily basis that's going to hold you accountable, too. 
Um, and it's it's always funny, you know. Cheryl is my is my better half in business. If you guys didn't know. And, um, you know, for a year straight, me and Cheryl talked on the phone every single day for about, probably about an hour in the morning and then a couple times throughout the day. But just holding each other accountable because we had goals that we were trying to meet. Um, believe it or not, I think in that moment we were both going through some major transitions in our lives. Um, that year that we connected and met, I think the first time I met Cheryl, I was looking at her like, <laughs> she's so friendly. Like. <laughs> I was like probably looking at her like like who is this girl <laughs> who is this woman <laughs> then I grew to love her because Cheryl is always so positive and when you put yourself around people that are always positive you don't want to be the negative one right you don't want to be the negative you don't want to be the bad apple so it sometimes forces you to adjust your attitude you know, in way in, in more than one way you can think of because who wants to be look at looked at as a nagger or as a complainer all the time, right? So I would say like that that was one thing because again I was going through some stuff. It wasn't happy, it wasn't pretty, right? But I didn't want to be talking about that every day because Cheryl used to be so happy. Now mind you, she was going through stuff too. But being around her made me realize that if I'm gonna be sitting up here sulking every day. Like, ain't no way of coming out of that. Like, at what point are you gonna start start being positive? At what point are you gonna make a shift or a or a change or a transformation so you can start moving in the right direction? And so sometimes, initially, for some people, if that's what you're struggling with, you know, some of the things that I'm gonna be talking about at the conference is if that is something that you struggle with, you have to find you an accountability partner, and that partner may not be going through anything. Right. But someone that you love, someone that you trust and someone who you value their opinion. Right. And I didn't know Cheryl from a can of paint, y'all. Yeah, it's Cheryl. It, yeah, I know y'all heard of Latoya Citizen. Right. Dr. Erica Bozeman and my Eagle sisters. Right. I didn't know these women. I got girlfriends that I've been cool with for 15, 16 years. And I can't have the same type of conversations that I'm having with my Eagle clique. And it doesn't make them less of friends because they're my they're my they're my dogs they're my friends i love them right still talk to them every day but it's just a different level of accountability i'm trying to elevate in my life i'm trying to be something different i'm trying to do something different i don't want everybody in my business right but i gotta find somebody that's gonna hold me down that's gonna correct me when i'm wrong and i'm gonna respect her when she correct me and say sis listen now you've been complaining about that for about three weeks so what are we gonna do different because I don't want to hear you say that no more. Right? And knowing that it's not coming from a malicious place, knowing that it's coming from love, knowing that, you know, this is only going to make me better. And again, in anything transforming, it, ha it has to start from a perspective. It has to start from an idea. You're making changes. You're trying to, you got to have some ideas for this change. And if your brain is clouded with negativity or trauma or stress or depression, or, you got to fix that first. You got to address that. Yep. And you are so right, sis. You are so right. It's crazy how we met. <laughs> it is crazy how we met. But I believe that everything happens for a reason. And I am so thankful and grateful that I had the opportunity to actually meet Brandy Walker 
Toya Citizen and Dr. Erica. It was just aligned, right, for us to meet in the way that we met. And it's really important to have a circle of sisters, right? I personally don't have any biological sisters that I am aware of. I put that out there that I am aware of. Right. <laughs> and so I've never been the type to have a whole bunch of women around me because I just used to always think that women were messy because of some things that happened in my childhood. But I am so glad that I was open minded. And I'm also glad that you are open minded, Brandy, to actually take on some new friends in your adulthood, because a lot of women are scared. Right. to make new connections you know no new friends whatever song that is that they right. have or are saying that they have that's wrong because you need new friends you need people that's going to actually help you and you help them go to that next level and so you have to be open to have new relationships you gotta be open to have a circle of people that's going some places right if you cannot inspire the people in your group or be inspired by the people in your group, you're in the wrong group. Right. If you're not growing, you're dying. Right. And so nobody's dying over here. Uh -huh. Growing, <laughs> we're moving. Uh, we, we're going to the next level. We're challenging each other, you know, to step outside of our comfort zone. Like B, B is like early 30s, y'all. And she is really accomplished. Did y'all hear all of her stats? Right. <laughs> she has done a lot of amazing things. And, you know, it just shows that if you are open to learning new things, if you're open to um, taking a chance on yourself, if you're open to doing the work that's required to get what you desire to get, it will happen. It will absolutely happen. And so, you guys, I'm going to throw this plug in here. If you have not gotten your ticket to the Heal to Live Conference in Dallas, Texas, March the 3rd, the 4th, and the 5th of 2023, what you waiting on? Stop waiting to the last minute to get your ticket. If you have not, if you're listening to this podcast, you can use the code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at checkout and get $50 off of your all-access ticket to the conference. Y'all, this conference is something that has really stretched me to do. God put it in my spirit to do. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to do it. I haven't done a conference before, right? But I knew years ago when I created like one of my first business cards and it said that I was a conference host and I was not nowhere in business when I created that card, right? Saying that I'm a conference host. But that's the importance of writing things, things down, the importance of speaking things into existence, and the importance of staying the course. No matter how many times you fall down, as long as you can look up, that means you can get up, right? And so if you have not gotten your ticket, get your ticket. We want to pour into you guys. We want to be able to help you guys grow and go to that next level. And so as we close this thing out, right, B, I want you to speak to that woman that no more is on the inside of them, but they don't know how to get that more and why they need to really step out on faith, make an investment in themselves so that they can put themselves in the right environment to help them get the more that they desire to get. So I would say to that woman, um, the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again with no results, right? 
And so sometimes we try to figure things out on our own because I don't know, we don't want people in our business. I don't know, whatever it is. But then you see a person, you see a group of people, you see, you know, whoever it is or an opportunity to um, fix something or something that hits home for you. You you guys know when you be on social media, half the time you be scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. You see all kind of TikToks and things that hit home for you, right? And it's like, oh, you sometimes you just blow by things. If things hit home for you, you should take step out on faith and take the opportunity, right? It doesn't it doesn't hurt you to try new things. And I think a lot of women are afraid to spend money because it's like, is this, is this going to be worth it? Right. Am I going to you know, what am I going to get out of this or just the idea of I've never been to a conference before. Right. Um, you got to do something different. And if you ain't willing to do nothing different, then you're going to continue to get the same results. Um, and that goes for personal life. That goes for anybody that's in business. That goes for anyone. Um, at the end of the day, again, it took me. What, two years, Cheryl, to just say. I want to work from home. I don't want to go to nobody's job. I want to work from home. I literally manifested. I just want to make enough money. I used to say, I just want to make enough money so I can pay all my bills and I ain't got to go to nobody's job. Then I had to change my vocabulary because, see, I got to that point and then I was living paycheck to paycheck. It's always the power of the tongue. So if you want change, because a lot of times when we down and out, when we got an empty heart or we... I ain't feel because we've been so busy giving, 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 giving to other people. We got to be recharged. And the only way you're going to be recharged is if you put yourself in a situation or amongst the opportunity where you can you can get that charge. And if that means it's if that means is, you know, coming to the Heal to Love conference, um, because, listen, I'm so excited. For one, I'm a guest speaker, so y'all gonna get to see me, right? And hear about my journey for real, for real. But not only that, just my counterparts, right? The other speakers and all of the wonderful information that they're gonna be bringing to the table. This is not just for a business owner. This is not just for somebody that is, you know, looking to grow their business. This is somebody, this is for the woman that's looking to make a change in their life, regardless of what that change is. We're looking to transform some hearts. We're looking to transform some mindsets. We're looking to make some shifts in people's businesses because with the mental, with that shift, ain't no stopping you after that. So I see y'all March 3rd through the 5th in Dallas, Texas at the A-Law. Um, I'll be there. I hope to see you guys there. Make sure you share. Um, Cheryl has been going hard, right? She, I, I know y'all see her going hard. Um, and I commend you, Cheryl, because she's been talking about a conference since I met her and, and it's here. And again, it's all it's all in your mindset. If you want change, if you want to see something different, then you have to start somewhere. You got to step out there on faith and invest in yourself. And it's going to cost you some change. But you got to have some type of faith that what you're investing is, is that, that you're going to get your return. And I'm telling you now, investing in, into this conference is really the price is too cheap, honestly. That's. That's the real tea right there. Cheryl, Cheryl just got a, a, a really good heart. I'm telling you, this is just the beginning. And so this is one of those situations where you better get in while it's hot. You better get in while it's hot. Because a hill to live next year, 2024, going to be a different situation. 
So you better come get this experience now. And I, I personally look forward to seeing all of you there. Absolutely. Well, I am so glad that you were able to stop by the podcast. I appreciate you so much. I am thankful and grateful for you so much. It is crazy that all of the Eagle Sisters, like we all talk alike for real, because you have said like a couple of nuggets that that Dr. Erica said and that Coach City said as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You like me or what? I, I don't know, right? I'm joking. <laughs> no competition over here. We collaborate 100%. Absolutely. We, to be honest, we we are so in sync, but it, it all came from our original, the way we met. So, and, and how we poured into each other, because we definitely did pour into each other's lives. And everybody today is just flourishing and, and doing well. So, it's awesome. Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited. And so, as we wrap this thing up, I want to talk to that woman that may feel like, well, I don't know about going into a space of women that I don't know. I want you to know that it's a safe space, right? Um, it's a place where you can be vulnerable. It is a place for you to actually feel something that you probably have never felt, right? You probably never went through those emotions. When that traumatic thing happened, you probably didn't even do the work. You probably suppressed it. You move forward. You probably didn't tell nobody what happened to you and you kept it pushing. It is the season of stop suppressing and start healing. We have to understand that if we are women, we're caretakers, we're leaders, we have our children looking at us and we have our business partners, our customers, all those different people looking at us. Guess what? We have to show them that we are healed, that we are a healed person, a healed queen, a healed woman, and we are truly operating in the purpose that God has called us to operate in. But what we have to do is one, we have to acknowledge that something happened to us, whatever that thing is. Two, we have to be willing to do the work. It's not going to happen overnight. It is a process, but we're going to be here to you. Um, be here with you to do the work with you. And as I close out for the third time, I want you guys to imagine a life without being stuck on replay of the trauma. Imagine what life would be like for you. I want you to do that tonight. Imagine what life would be like if you wouldn't have on replay of that thing that you've been stuck on. And if you want to be able to have that life that you're imagining, Make sure you invest in yourself. So thank you guys so much for joining us on the podcast. If you, again, have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a comment. If you've left a comment on Facebook, we will respond to you after the podcast. Thank you so much for showing up. Make sure that you follow us on all the different channels. Remember, you're born for greatness. You are born for greatness. Today is the day, whether today, tonight, whatever time you're watching this or listening to it, it is the day for you to stop letting fear run your life. Let your faith override your fear. Start to operate in your greatness, operate in your purpose, heal so that you can live the life that God has called you to live. It's an amazing day, right? And it's amazing because God woke you up to see a brand new day. Have an amazing day, you guys. Thank you again, Brandy Walker, for showing us showing up on tonight and gracing the She Heal to Left plat platform. We will see you guys on the next episode. Have an amazing night, you guys. Good night.
Good night.